Hello, welcome to Mountain Crypto. I'm your host, Shane Ripley. Today, I'm doing a podcast just especially for my podcast listeners. Uh, we're just going to talk about Fidelity and uh, if it looks like uh, it's going to do something for the cryptocurrency market, if this is something that is going to um, put some strength in it. I think most of us already know the answer to that. Um, first of all, this is not investment advice. I'm just a guy on YouTube and uh, social media sharing my experiences. Um, the other day, I did a special on a farm tour here. I got up in the morning. I was just wearing my rags that I wear when I do my duties here around the farm or the ranch, whatever you want to call it, and uh, walk you around and uh, look at the chicken coops, look at some of my solar projects, look at our orchard, um, look at the views around here, kind of walk around the property a little bit. And uh, then I go on a quick mining tour, some of my mining stuff. It's just real, you know, extemporaneous, just off the cuff, as it were. So uh, if you're interested in that, check that video out. Um, it's, I've got it posted on Facebook and YouTube and um, DLive. And um, there's links all over. If you've got my social media, then you're hooked up. Um, also, you can go to our website, mountaincrypto.net. That's where all the official links are. Beware, there could be imposters out there. Um, I don't have that huge of a following, but it's surprising how many uh, times these guys will go and try to scam and, and sell you stuff. So I'll never approach you to buy anything. Don't worry about that. Anyway, um, on with the subject at hand here. Fidelity Research finds increasing institutional interest in cryptocurrency um, is, is a fact. Uh, I found a little article on that uh, on the Bitcoinist.com website, if you want to check that out. Um, basically, they did some research, and um, they did survey in Medium, and it's uh, come back that about 47% of investors out of the 441 in institutional investors that participated they're interested they're very interested in cryptocurrencies as a emerging asset class so here's what the institutional investors find appealing about digital assets 47% uh, are interested in innovative tech play for their investment class um, 27% see the high potential upside, and then 46% find that it is uncorrelated to other assets. So this might be a good way of balancing out their account. And then 25% um, are interested in helping become a part of decentralization. So I thought that was really cool. You know, 25% of people are interested in decentralization. So we're doing our job getting the word out there, and we've got to keep that going. Because uh, in the news, almost 100% in the news is the new Facebook coin. And if you've listened to my videos, you know that I am not a fan of that. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's good because... It's bringing the cryptocurrency and the blockchain to the masses. It's bringing uh, attention to it. And I get that. I can't argue with that. But this is a centralized currency. And it will be the death of the freedom and the cryptocurrency. If you have these mainstream companies come in and take over cryptocurrency 
and you have these governments come in and create their own cryptocurrency, especially the stable coins, um, it will wipe out our hope of having a decentralized system. So we really, I know I'm digressing again, but we really have to find a decentralized stable coin option. And the two that I've been looking at the most is uh, MakerDAO, uh, MakerDAO, and also um, there's another one called, um, and it's not built yet, but they're building it, um, Reserve. Reserve is another good one. And I know there's a few others um, that have some potential. So it is still kind of experimental uh, as far as keeping it decentralized. But anyway, back to our subject at hand here about Fidelity. Um, I'm looking at Fidelity, and there is stocks that you can buy right now that are investing in cryptocurrency. So this institutional investors, I mean, it is trickling down to us retail investors as we are known it says since 2018, there's been a significant upswing in institutional involvement in cryptocurrency. University endowment funds and U.S. public pension funds have taken up investment pensions in digital assets. So it's starting to happen. Um, the survey showed that family offices and financial advisors had the biggest interest in digital assets. As previously reported by the Bitcoinist, Grayscale Investments posted a record investment earnings of 2000 of the year 2018 with institutional investors reportedly consolidating their strategic positions in the market. And here's an excerpt from the, the report. It says, even more compelling is how the range of intermediaries are evolved. We begin fielding interest from crypto funds and other early movers. And over the past several months, we're seeing interest among family offices, endowments, pensions, and foundations. So, I mean, that's where all the money is, right? So nearly half of institutional investors see a place for digital assets in their portfolios, and that's from Fidelity. Their report comes back and says 32% see it as part of an alternative asset class, and 15%, 15% see it as its own independent asset class. So this is pretty cool. A lot of people are ready to move their... Uh, even though there's been a lot of problems, you know, with uh, hacking, there's been over a billion dollars. I think it was, I did a thing uh, last week and I mentioned about $1.2 billion have been just stolen from cryptocurrency in uh, so far this year. Okay. Last year it was a billion, but it, it's been, been even bigger off the, off the get go this year. So people don't want that risk. So they will go to Fidelity to, uh, handle these investments and to insure and to have these custodial services and these cold storages. So, I mean, it, it's up and coming and uh, it's going to really grow um, between this year and next year. You know, of course, there'll be dips. I'm not, I have no crystal ball. I, I'm not going to try to guess what the market's going to be, but, you know, my feeling is it's going to go way up. Um, we're reaching new highs right now. I think Bitcoin hit um, 5,700 uh, a few days ago. I haven't looked at it lately, actually. I haven't looked at it since yes, last night. But uh, definitely going to go up. A lot of people out there projecting, um, you know, Bitcoin will definitely go up to uh, 20,000, 50,000 here within the next uh, year or so. So 
I, I believe it's going to happen, and it's going to happen real soon. Of course, you know, we'll always have those ups and downs and stuff, so be sure and not put in your life savings. Put in your, your mad money, your extra money. I, I tell people in my uh, presentations, I do live presentations throughout San Diego County, I tell them, you know, I think everybody here in this country should have 100 bucks in there at least, um, if, if they can afford that at least. And if you have, you know, if, you, if you're buying a lot of coffee at Starbucks, I know everybody uses this example, but if you could put in, you know, 25 bucks every couple weeks here or there, um, and kind of cost average it in. Don't buy it when it's on a green candle going up, but look for the little 5% dips that it often makes and try to buy on those, kind of a cost averaging. Um, you don't have to be a rocket scientist, you know. I mean, if you bought at the high when it was 20000 and you were buying in this fashion, 25 50 bucks here and there, um, you know, your cost average price would be right about what it is right now. So, um, you know, that's that's how it works. And if you noticed when the price was down in the 3000 range and you said, wow, it's pretty low, and you tried to put in a little bit more because of that opportunity, like I did, then your cost average will be even better and you'll be at a profit when Bitcoin is, say, you know, let's say instead of putting 2550 during the three months it was under 4000 it was in the low 4000 to 3000 range, if you were able to double down, you would have cost averaged yourself down into the $4,000 range, and now your Bitcoin's a profit. So now you'd be at a profit level. So cost averaging is, 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 uh, is it's not rocket scientists. It's not rocket science. Some people just do it right on a certain date, the 1st and the 15th or whatever date it is. But I kind of, what I do is I put my money and get it into Coinbase as a cash where it's ready to hit. And I don't buy on the green candles. Uh, I listen to what the TAs are saying. And then I make a decision. Um, half the time I, I listen to them. And half the time I just see the market make a 5% dip. And I think, you know what? I'm going to put 25 50 bucks in or whatever. And I do. And it's worked out just fine. It's worked out just fine. So um, you can do that. Well, that's about all I have. I just wanted to give my podcast people something quick. Um, I could add um, on XYO mining and Skycoin mining. I, I've been getting a few comments and responses on uh, on the mining, on the XYO miners and on the mining. So um, I'll tell you really quickly. On XYO mining, I have bought the mining kit. It's just under $500. You get eight sentinels and you get one bridge. And I mostly mine from my phone phone app. It's called the Coin app. And between me and my wife, it looks like we're making about five bucks a week on that. Okay. And the power cost for the bridge, and I don't even have the bridge set up all the way yet for maximizing according to what I'm learning, but um, the the power thing is a it's basically a Raspberry Pi, which is a little tiny circuit board, and I'm reading that those use less than two watts, so it's very low electricity cost. I mean, it's uh, I think if you have um, eight of those, you're running about what a 60 watt light bulb uses. So I'm only running one for the XYO, so it's just a fraction, just a tiny bit. Okay. And um, then there is batteries in the Sentinels. I've had them for well over a month, and none of the batteries have gone bad. Um, 
I know I can get batteries pretty cheap at Harbor Freight. I would, I'm guessing those batteries will probably be about a buck a piece. So if I have to buy batteries every couple months, I'm just guessing. And if I can get them for a buck and a half a piece or so, then that would probably be about 8 to $10 every couple months. Now, maybe the batteries will last three months. I don't know. So I'm just speculating what it might be. Um, if I buy batteries at the store on sale, buy premium batteries, I'm sure they're going to be about three bucks a piece. So they're pretty expensive. So I'm looking at ways to save money on those batteries. Now on my Skycoin mining, I have, um, I'm only able to run five nodes. I have eight nodes, but I'm only able to run five because you have to have a static IP address and my service out here is really crummy with AT&T. So I can only get five of them on a static uh, IP address that doesn't change when the power goes off and they come back up. So they, they run very efficient too. They're, again, they're under two watts per, per uh, node. And then, um, so I have five of them. They pay out about two to two and a half sky coins typically a month. So I earned like, uh, for example, this month I earned, I think they're paying less actually, it went down. I earned like about almost 15 sky coins for my five nodes for this last month. But the thing is, is, you know, sky coin right now, so it's low. All the alt coins are pretty much down. But um, sky coins going for about a buck, a buck 10. It's, it's fluctuating between a buck 10 and a buck 40 per Skycoin, but at its high, excuse me, <coughs> they were going for $50, and I totally see them coming back to, you know, going much higher than that, because the company's doing so much, so um, if I hang on to them and wait for it to go back up, then I'm definitely going to get a lot more for my money, a lot more bang for my buck, and the other thing is, is the Skycoins generate Skycoin hours, so each Skycoin generates a Skycoin hour every hour. And Skycoin is working very hard right now to do a Skycoin hour exchange. And what that means is you will be able to trade your Skycoin hours for Skycoin. And you'll be able to use them for other services, like if you want to have uh, internet or other items that they have available in the digital world. So their estimates are, and, and they're still determining what it will be, but the estimates are that it will be between 60,000 and 100,000 Skycoin hours will get you one Skycoin. So the way I look at it is I've done some calculations and if I have anywhere between 2,000 and 3,000 Skycoins, they will earn me almost one Skycoin every single day. And with Skycoin at $50 a day, I mean, that's a great way to get some money in the bank um, saved. So I'm thinking this is a really good uh, opportunity to accumulate Skycoin. Very speculative though, you know, I'm speculating that it'll go up to its maximum price. I'm speculating what the coin hour exchange will be. So all that remains to be seen, but based on my research, that's, that's what I'm looking at. So that's what I'm doing. Um, hopefully it all works out. I have high expectations, so um, we'll see how it all turns out in the end. And you will be able to uh, go back and say, oh, look, you blew it. Or <laughs> you'll be able to go back and say, oh, that guy was a genius, which is not true. I'm just, uh, 
I'm just looking at the future and looking at the team, and I feel that there's a, a reasonable expectation that they'll be able to accomplish these things and the value will go up. Do your own research. Hey guys, that's it. I'm getting ready to do a few things today. It's a beautiful day in San Diego County here in the mountains. Again, check out our video on uh, YouTube. Get a view of uh, what we're doing. It's just me with my uh, phone scanning the, the valley here in our little ranch. But, uh, you know, come check it out. Take care. Have a great weekend. Over and out.